one. All right, guys, this is the part of my jerk podcast. We're coming at you for our day three analysis and recap of the 2021 Noble CrossFit Games. What's up, Dunk? What's going on, man? It's, uh, it's weird getting like used to you being back again. I know. Your hiatus. I'm becoming a regular again. <laughs> I don't want to get like too comfortable. <laughs> um, so day two of individual and team events are in the books. Uh, no age groups, no uh, adaptive today. Uh, we'll talk about them at a later date. It's just we're coming. It's a late one tonight, even for a Friday. Yeah. So I want to make sure. Oh, I don't want to be on forever, but I want to make sure we get this uh, this podcast. It's it's due diligence because we have five uh, very interesting events that I want to dive into today. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of events, more events than I expected there to be today. I was kind of thinking it would be four at the most, but with the events that they did, I understand why they did five. Yeah, so um, before we dive into going event by event, um, anything jump off jump off the screen to you? Any stories, storylines? The amount of people that are just withdrawing. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Uh, what's so... There's all there's barely cuts. Yeah, there was only four cuts for the women. Yeah, so we lost now to injuries. We've now lost Danny Spiegel, Adrian Adrian Munwheeler, uh, Sam Stewart. Sean Sweeney. I think Sean Sweeney. Sean Sweeney withdrew for some reason. Yeah, he had a bicep strain. Uh, Danny Spiegel rolled her ankle. Car Saunders. I think it was Carl a men- mental health thing. What was that? I think it was more of a mental health thing, not a not a sick thing. You think? Yeah, she posted something on her Instagram talking about how she like her head wasn't there and like she dealing with the COVID stuff and then like all of the stuff to get out of Australia, plus like not this being the first time she's ever been away from her kid. Mm. I think I think hers was I, I could be wrong. But I think hers was more of a mental health thing as opposed to a uh, actual injury. Plus the 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 standard Carrie Pierce, Bethany Shadburn. Um, side note, Larissa Kunha. Did you hear what she tested positive for? No, I did not. Uh, it's weird. It's I can't believe how many tainted supplements are floating around out there because she tested positive for SARM uh, for a SARM uh, uh, Osterine Osterine. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. I'm- I'm a novice when it comes to knowing any of that stuff. So it's very much a banned substance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's in South America. You know, some of the stuff floating around out there might be not be to the same quality that we get up here. Right. But uh, yeah, I was like, that's okay. Yeah, there was only um, four cuts for the men too. There was. Yeah, for the men, we had Alexander Ilan also dropped out. Sam Stewart, Sean Sweeney, Adrian Moonvieler. Uh, yeah, so the official last place, not not accounting for, is uh, is Roy Gamboa. That's kind of place. It's kind of surprising. I, I didn't expect it to be him in the last place. But he was another one, man. That like, like Moonbeeler. Like I'm watching him. I'm like, this guy's not right. You know what I mean? Cara Saunders. Yeah. I'm watching her. I'm like, something's not right with her. You know, even Tim Paulson, who easily also could have pulled out. I'm like. Gamboa is another one. I'm like, something just didn't seem right with him. Same with well, Noah Olson, man. Noah Olson. Something's a little off. Something's I mean, off with him. I don't know if his shoulder is still bothering him or, like, if the guy had more crystals in his pee hole again. 
But like, Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I know a lot of people are low on Mel Olsen, but come on, man. The guy, I don't, the guy, I think the lowest he's ever taken in the games is 15th place. Yeah, he's sitting. And what is he sitting right now? He's in 12. I mean, he's in 12. But he's just not sharp. It, like, doesn't, it's just, it doesn't feel like a, it's like a, it's like one of those empty box scores you get from, it's like, it's like a bad box score from LeBron. It's like, you know, he played like crap, but he, like he put up like 25, 10 and 10. Right. And I'm, I'm going to check it real quick. I feel like he has no top 10 finishes. He's got one or two top 10. He has two 10th place finishes and a sixth. Yep. Yeah. Outside of that, everything else is in the teens and 20s. Yeah, and the sixth place finish was the the thruster wall walk event where he hugged Dave Castro for announcing it. So you, know he, <laughs> he, you know he went into that one thinking he was going to win. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Yeah. Um. So okay, so enough about you know they're gone, whatever. Um. Well, first let's so the cut line officially before I say what I want to say. So the cut line officially. So we're going to lose going into tomorrow, or I guess unofficially. We're going to drop Colton Mertens, Augustin Richelme, uh, Yorgos Carabas, and Roy Gamboa on the men's side, uh, to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, and then on the women's side, again, pretty short cut. Uh, we're going to drop Sasha Nieves, Michelle Baznet, uh, Caroline Connors, and Sun Young Choi are four that are going to be whose weekend will be proceeding further without them. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. What did you say? What, what, you, were you asking me a question? <laughs> no. Um, but no, I did want to talk. So instead of harping, continue to harp on people that are having disappointing weekends, uh, who's impressed you so far? I've got, I've got a handful here that really impressed me. I think the one, there's two that I've been impressed with the most. Laura Horvath, who just kind of came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, we haven't had any handstand push-ups yet, and I'll be curious to see how that goes when it when it happens. And then uh, Christy Aramo O'Connell. Yeah, she's been like now, lights she, out. She took a dive here. She's still yeah. taking a couple, a bit of a bath on the last couple events. She's dropped but, down to seventh. The clean ladder. I was. Oh my shocked, god! Shocked. Yeah, I, that was that was very but it's not even just that until these last two events i mean she's been equally as competitive as Haley adams if not more uh yeah. she's been very impressive i uh, uh i've been impressed with Haley adams too i just the that sixth and seventh workout obviously not great for her and well, we're going to talk about that workout yeah. and what i did not like about it but literally every other workout has been top Top eight and one eleven place finish. She's she's been great in every yeah. other workout of the weekend. Absolutely. Um, men's side, uh, I had high hopes for Saxon. I didn't think he'd be making it this high. Dude, uh, he's been awesome. The men's side is it's there's been a lot of like pleasant surprises. Yeah, actually, you're right. There's been there's a I mean probably too many for us to really dive into right now because uh, like, like there's so many international. Yeah, yeah, European, the South, like that are performing at such an unbelievable level right now. Well, I think we were all high on Madeiras, but I don't know if we were first place high. I mean, you might have been. Oh, I was. Uh, 
Alex Vino kind of coming back from it, 2018 self, 2017 self, and then right. this, this Guillermo Malheros. Yeah, he looks the, he looks legit, man. Like, the thing about this this Malheros guy, um, this, this Guy Malheros, I think he's a guy. Yes, he's performed well. I think he got a in another athlete like Roy Stun is another one today that just got a real good dice roll on the on the on the oh, workouts yeah. because. I think Guy Malharos is like, you look at the, the the events he's been strong in, and it's just like, this dude's just a super high wattage athlete. Mm-hmm. He's strong. He's explosive. He's going to give you a, an insane amount of, of power output for a short period of time. And if you put him in a workout like that, watch out. Right. right. The, the 550-yard the run, he was phenomenal. The clean ladder, he was phenomenal. Like, you can probably see a workout on paper and like, okay, watch out for Guy on this one. Other ones he's going to take a bath on. Right. He's um, been relatively consistent, minus a few. Uh, I've been loving Scott Panchik, man. What we've been what we've been seeing out of him. Like, first of all, the guy has like something like two torn ACLs. Like both oh, yeah. of his knees are completely blown out. It is <laughs> it is bizarre how well he's doing with those poor of knees. Yeah, and uh, listen to his finishes so far: twenty fourth. Third, 36th, first, 30th, seventh, 14th, first, 27th. I think it'd be put him in 13th overall. I think it'd be pretty safe to say if he had two good knees, he'd be on in the top three. He'd be definitely up because what we've seen here. So he said on Sevon the other day, he said he hasn't squat, he can't remember the last time he squatted anything over 275. I didn't know yeah. that, but that that's wild. And then, uh, so the the stuff that we've been seeing though, we're like like the handstand walk, like a lot of the stuff you're looking at, like uh, okay, Scott Panchik doesn't have two good legs, so he's just been drilling the stuff he can do, and it shows, right? But, yeah, you know, he had his best swim event of his entire career. He finished 24th in that swim event, but it was his best event. Still the of his best career. Yeah, so just a, a few names that jumped off the page. I mean, we can talk all night about these, and we'll probably, when the games are over, sort of give our due diligence and unpack each athlete the way they, they should be. Yeah. Um, okay, so the first event we had today was four rounds, uh, four rope climbs, a five-slash-400-meter 400 ski, and I think it was a 42-foot Husafel carry. Was that yeah. what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Uh, I thought the workout was fine. I wish that the Husafel would have been like more a difficult part of the workout. You know, like the Husafel never looked hard for anyone other than Jason Hopper. <laughs> I don't even think it was that hard for Jason Hopper. I think Hopper gassed himself on that oh my spear. God. Oh yeah, and he just couldn't breathe, and that was just the end of it. Yeah. Okay, look, hold on. Before we even keep going, let's talk about Jason Hopper for a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would have bet my house that Jason Hopper was going to blow himself out and get time capped on that workout. Not because Jason Hopper doesn't have the capacity to give a strong performance on that workout, but because I know Jason Hopper had a day to sit in his hotel room and just be pissed off and curmudgeon and just think about his poor performance on day one. And he was like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to win the entire CrossFit games on one event. <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was going to fire out of there like a bat out of hell. Like from the first set of rope climbs, I'm like, this isn't going to last. <laughs> I mean, the dude has been 
for the last month and a half, he's been getting gassed up by everybody in CrossFit, mm-hmm. thinking he was like the next, the second coming of Matt Frazier. And I was, I was, I was even there. Like I was, I was, I was on board. And this, uh, this motherfucker told Brian Friend he should be the number one ranked man in CrossFit going into the games because he's the only man in CrossFit that is undefeated. Oh he's never. He he said to Brian, "I've never lost, so I should be number one." I and and he he truly believed he was going into it. I will win. It is I. It's on me to win this. No one should beat me. I mean, that's fine to think in your own head, but that's not sure. something you should you should tell people. Right. I yeah. Okay. Maybe I, I didn't word that super well, but like like Pat Vellner said, like he was like, if that dude thought he was going to come in here on day one and bully a bunch of seasoned veterans, he has another thing coming. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he just, I think, I think this is a good to establish a little bit of humility for that young man. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's he's got potential. Just he needed to have his ego checked. Yeah, which is, and that the fact that we're like that. Those are things why I've said like, I kind of think the dude's full of shit. I With, still think like, he, I still think he can he can he can be one of the top athletes in a few years. I'm just. But. We don't need to go any further with it, but. <laughs> I'm just saying I watched that and I was like, I knew this dude was going to try and win everything on the first round of this workout. And I did that workout today. I did it in the gym and it is a very easy workout to blow up on. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. But um, anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Please continue. I mean, I like the workout. I just like there, there wasn't much room for like separation anywhere. It's like it's like there was four rope climbs, which didn't really seem too difficult for anybody. And then I don't know how I felt about the the 500 meter ski. It's just kind of boring. Um, it's it boring. There's one of the, another movement where it's hard to separate. I, I prefer calories in those in those situations because, like, you can really put a power output in there and like separate yourself from the pack if you really want to. And uh, the stone, it was it didn't it didn't affect anybody the way I think they would have hoped it to. Uh, I really liked this workout actually um one i think we saw a lot it's a, it's it's right in that sweet spot of that like sort of eight to 12 minute range right where we see the the best workouts live in that area that yeah. like eight to 12 minute type of thing so it kind of was a little on the longer end because you had eight minutes of skiing alone um i loved it because like so after especially after i did it that ski is much harder than it looks. Oh, I'm sure. I, I think for me, so for me it's, you're going to see good athletes that were good on the skier separate themselves there. And I think the new, the important nuance of this workout was it came down to how you you had to appreciate the way they were pacing it. Yeah, some people were going quick on those rope climbs, but you had the the athletes that did well were the ones that were smart enough to know what sort of pace they could hold on those rope climbs because you were going to hopper yourself. Yeah, right. Like, so that was the, the thing to appreciate it. Like. Who was, how much could people actually push the pace on that rope? Um, I thought it was an entertaining, solid test, like classic CrossFit triplet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. I, I don't, I think I'm more, I'm more on the side of, I just, the stone just didn't do it for me. Like it didn't do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I love it. They're all, they're hyping it up all. And it's like, it's just a sandbag. It's, yeah, it's just a sandbag in a different shape than other sandbags. We've seen all the sandbag shapes. It, it looked almost identical to the what the the, the vortex thing the that cyclone. they had at Rogue, the cyclone. Yeah, like it was yeah. the same shape almost. 
it's just a sandbag. Like, yeah, they made such a big deal out of it. And it only weighed 200 pounds. Like, that was that was actually probably, if I could change one thing, it's like, if we're trying to simulate a Husafel and you're going to make it that, like, ergonomic triangular shape, make that motherfucker weigh 300 pounds to the men. I also thought it should have been, like, a hard, like, it should have been a stone. Like, it should have been a hard box, like, thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, which is what they do in the strongman competition. It's not a, a padded stone but it's they, they manufacture the who's felt stone for the strong man yeah there's a gentleman by the name of derek poundstone who also or hybrid probably makes them too they, they make steel uh Husafels yeah that you can just load with whatever amount you want them to weigh mm-hmm. you know that probably because then it, and then it, what it does it ends up turning more of like a zercher carry yeah like your biceps are getting pulled in in the eye field they they maybe they just don't want to damage the field Maybe that's yeah. my best guess, but um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I I, I wouldn't I would have liked the Husafel to be a little bit more of like a a factor, um, but we also don't know how much those athletes were suffering either. That might have really that's sucked, true. But, I mean, and then when they got to the end, they looked like they were suffering. So, yeah. and uh, but I, yeah, I did that one today. Uh, I did 50 foot carries with uh, the marshmallow shaped rogue D balls. Okay, and that was the that was the rest. Yeah, that was that was that was the rest period for the workout. I'm sure. Um. But call, I called my shot on that one, too. My dude, Pikowski, did well. Oh, of course. Of course he was going to do well. Um, did he win but, the event? Did he win the event? Or did Velner? Uh, I, I think, think Velner Vel- won. Velner won it, I think. Yeah. But I call, I said Velner Pikowski. Now, f- full disclosure, I also call it Thor's daughter, David's daughter. Uh, David's daughter in particular, not a strong performance on that workout. Yeah, she's had a couple, man, where it's like, oh, she, she's going to do okay. And then she just didn't. <laughs> yeah she's actually not doing great i think she's in like 12th place right now yeah i saw um, uh i saw somebody uh post on our instagram page that watch out for royce dunn in that one and i was yeah pleasantly surprised to see royce dunn at the top of the, the leaderboard after seeing that yeah that was uh yeah that was dave man <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah i'm like good call and i think royce dunn took like third or something third. i think that went yeah. belner fikowski done right mm-hmm. yeah shit should have put money on that one <laughs> uh all right, now the the controversial event of the day. Let's talk about event six and event seven. I know you have some some strong some strong feelings about this one, so please share. I got no no feelings about event six. I liked the event that event. I liked that event, but to do it twice, the same exact workout essentially, just and make uh, them both worth a hundred points. Yes, that's the problem because it's like because you essentially you're doing a workout with a short run with heavy lifts. It's not, it's not like you're doing, it's not like you're going from a long run with high reps, low weight to another workout with a short run with low heavy reps, weight. high weight. Yeah. You're, you're essentially just doing the same workout twice. You know, who's going to finish where, right. You're giving, some, you're giving some... 200 points to the same people. Like the leaderboard, I, it looks identical almost. In both right. Of those yeah. It, instead of, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with you. That that workout really should have been like seven bars with a 200 meter run, and then they start with the I, they start at like 265, you know, 265 for men, 175 for women, and then just go from there. Just make it one event, or make it two 50 point events. Yeah. But making it 200 point events, um, yeah, it, basically. So so now what you did is took Jeff Adler, who was getting his his shit kicked in, and now all of a sudden he gets. The, to the top of the leaderboard in essentially a 200 point event boom yeah. now he's right back in the mix or you have 
someone like Haley Adams, who has been at the top of the leaderboard the entire time, and she just – obviously not strong, her problem, but it's just compounded by, like, doing, having to do the same workout twice and being yeah, worth it was, it was 200 points. Too much emphasis. It was, it was just too much, too much favor on the bar, for sure, I, like on, a, on I, a heavy barbell. I feel like I get what he was trying to do. It's like, all right, we did cuts two years ago. They complained about not having a heavy barbell. Let's just overload the heavy barbell for this, and that way nobody can complain. It just didn't. It didn't work. No, yeah, and I, I just I hate what it did to the leaderboard. But externally of that, I thought it was a really cool event. Event six was was awesome. Uh, I just think they should just mushed them into one event. Yeah, well, and it was a six minute workout. You could have made it a ten minute workout and accomplished the same exact thing. Right. Yeah, 100%. I think if you would have gone over seven bars, like more than seven bars, the uh, the 200-meter run would have became a little tenuous. Yeah. It's just you would have kind of lost interest, I feel like. But uh, that would have been my solution. Or just, yeah, make them two 50-point events. Because, okay, they, could uh, have even, they could have even done the 200-meter run, and then after the fourth barbell, cut it in half like they did. Right. And then, like like I was saying with Guy Malharis, it's like this guy has like just like a very – I think pretty defined wheelhouse of what he's going to be strong at at this point. So mm-hmm. it's now he basically gets to take home like th- three event wins instead of two. So he's probably a little overrepresented on the leaderboard given his capacity. Yeah. Cause he's not shown out in very many other events. Yeah. So, but uh, as far as like the iterations of like the, the clean and snatch ladders we've seen, that's uh that's probably one of my favorite. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I thought, I was happy to see them add something to the ladder. Mm-hmm. They just they they just they kind of botched it with the the two events. Yeah, that was a cool Coliseum workout too. From from what I could tell, the, the crowd seemed like they were just losing their shit. Dude, I would have been completely fine if they would have done this event and then done like <laughs> the same event on like Sunday and just had it been like a snatch ladder as a, instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like like yeah, just yeah, change yeah. it up just a little bit, but not don't put it back to back to because like that's two workouts but yeah three workouts before you're going to make your your cuts your last cuts and that that affected it way too much in my opinion right it puts zach watts above the cut line which he does not deserve no no he does not (laughs) he does not (laughs) yeah uh okay uh and then from there we got the the handstand walk handstand walk event uh it's just more of the same like we've seen the handstand walk before. I like that they made them go back down. Like that was nice, but I still think that they should have made them do like a, like a like a bike sprint or or something to to wear them out a little bit before they did the the obstacle course. Yeah, they did that in 2018. They had them do the heavy double unders beforehand, but oh. the course was much shorter. And uh, I'm like, I'm not actually certain that the heavy double unders really affected that very much. Yeah, I mean, unless you're doing like like a hundred to two hundred of them, it's not going to really bother them them right. that much. But uh, yeah. actually, I thought that the I thought it was entertaining. I'm I'm a fan of the like one to three minute workouts where like we can really get through the heats pretty quickly and get it moving. Especially after having to sit through the same workout twice, it just made right. that all the, all the better. Yeah, candidly, I fell asleep for part of the the clean ladder <laughs> for the uh, I fell, I dozed off for the the first like the first one or maybe two heats of the, of the women's heat. And I woke up, I was like, okay, all right, time to dial. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, the hand stand. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you know, I like that it's the the test is something very beyond how much weight can you lift and how far can you run. I dig that. It's exciting. It's short. It's a it's a it's a race with a story that's being told in front of you, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, wasn't crazy about Danielle Brandon's uh, reaction to winning it. Did you see that? I saw her. I like I I saw her wit like cross the finish line, but I didn't really pay attention after that. Yeah, I wasn't super psyched about the two middle fingers to the crowd after she did it. Like she, she seems like a bit of a head case. She's a hundred percent a head case. <laughs> yes. But I, I, I'm just like, you know, I, look, I get it. Like your girl's got, you know, your, your, your friends got kind of put in a, in a difficult position. Now you kind of, you have to be by yourself and all that. I get, but show a little bit of class. Like, yeah, you know, CrossFit that. also could have easily just told you, you can't participate at all because you were exposed. Right. Yeah, they could have. CrossFit could have also said nobody participates unless they're vaccinated. You know what I mean? Like we we've heard much worse from other organizations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they should. I'm not saying they should do that, but they could have done that, and a lot of people would have been like, like applauding them and patting them on the backboard too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't didn't see her do that. Yeah, I just I, I. But you know, I guess you're 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 professional athlete in the coliseum. Emotions run high. I understand people. You know, if, if I was in that position, I might say there's a good chance I would say or do something stupid, too. So I was just like, yeah, not really a good look for you, yeah. you know? Yep. <clears throat> and then um, last event of the night, event nine. So, you know, we had five events today. And uh, the longest event was a 16-minute time cap. Most athletes, I feel like we're getting that done in right around the 14-minute mark, give or take a minute. Yep. And then we had a, you know, uh, pretty much four sub eight minute workouts in a row, you know, and yeah. uh, the bike snatch was great. I, I would have probably liked it a little bit better tomorrow or Sunday, but uh, it was I, kind of fun I, get, I get what he was trying to do with it. It was, it was, again, it was entertaining to watch pretty cool workout, you know? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, no, I liked it at the as a, the final workout of the day. It was a long day. Let's let's bang out a four minute workout that's going to get everybody hyped. And I, I never, I didn't, I didn't put together the amount of short workouts there was, simply because I felt like the clean ladder was just one big workout, and so it didn't like register in my head that like we had three workouts that were like six or four workouts that were like six minutes and shorter. Yeah. I mean, depending on who you are, I mean, five minutes or shorter, you know, yeah. for, for your workouts today. So, but I mean, there was a lot of long workouts yesterday. So, or two days ago. Yeah. I just, I never thought I'd say that, but it's like now, like just taking the, like the 30,000 foot up view from the programming. Um, just looking down and I'm like, I, I never thought I, you're not going to hear me say this that often, but I'm ready for like a long grinder endurance workout. Yeah, you know, or it's just something in that like twenty plus minute range. You know, I mean, they're they're going to need to do it at some point between tomorrow and Friday, so or Sunday. So, yeah, I'm real curious what they're coming out the gate with for tomorrow morning. Very curious. I, I hope it's not like a gimmicky, like like a sprint workout. I I don't think he'll have, he'll do that again. But because tomorrow there's only one workout before the cuts, right? 
Yeah, so I, I'm hoping they do something like uh like first cut style workout. Yeah. Like we're gonna test, we're gonna throw something at you like that's very broad, very generalistic. The best CrossFitters would be the best at this. The weaker ones are gonna be the worst at this. You know, heavyweights, monostructural, and like a high scale gymnastic movement, something like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be probably the probably the best way to go. I agree. And like and like the longer, like maybe like the 15 to 20 minute range, probably a little bit better. You can't have your last cut be on a workout where specialists win the workout. Yes. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. I hope they learned that lesson from 2019 with that goddamn, that godforsaken sprint workout they did to do the, fi- the final cuts. The sprint uh, with the that, stupid ass out of bounds line. <laughs> What's that? The sprint with a stupid ass out of bounds line. So sour about that. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, one of the things I was impressed by, I know, I, listen, I know I've been on his jock a lot lately, but the fact that Fikowski won that bike snatch event, uh, forget bouncing back from a bad event or whatever, but just like that is not a word. Like, I think it speaks true to when you look at the amount of event wins that Fikowski has. I think the thing that's so impressive about him is like you can't, like he, he doesn't, he's not like a guy that you necessarily say would have like a wheelhouse and that's where he went. He's not Sam Briggs where we see a long run. Okay. Sam Briggs is a good shot to win this. Yeah. Whereas like we've seen Fikowski win 21, 15, nine bike and snatches. We saw him win the 2015, that box over one. Remember that one or 2016, the box jump over one. With the D ball. Yeah. With the D ball, like that yeah. all out sprint workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then we also see him win the 7k trail run and we see him win the, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's just a very, uh, he's much more well-rounded than I, I don't, I wouldn't say this about him in the past necessarily, but this year I would say more well-rounded and he, his, his strengths are much more noticeable than they, they have been. Yeah, man. He's, uh, he's impressed, impressed me thus far. Like, cause like he hasn't really bombed anywhere. Like this handstand workout, he could have, Really, really bombed it. And, I mean, he didn't do well, but he didn't finish 37th place or something ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect from him on that one. Um, I just I just looked into it. Sorry, I was on my phone. The uh, event 10 tomorrow is that run total bar one. Do, do we know, like, the logistics of the entire workout? Uh, I didn't watch – because Anna. I didn't watch the video Anna Packman put out. But if I'm not mistaken, I think it's 30 toes to bar. 1.5 mile run, 30 toes to bar, 1.5 mile run, 30 toes to bar. Yeah, I think that I, is it. But I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm necessarily like that one either for for a cut workout. I don't have a problem with it, honestly. You know, you know, Dave Castro is going to want to put running in on a on a cut workout. It's just yeah. such an important component of fitness, you know. You know who that really hurt, really really hurts? Your boy, Mister Scott Panchak. <laughs> He's not gonna do well. <laughs> not gonna do well for a mile and a half with those knees. Oh yeah, that's can not. We just give him, for him. Can we just give him a pass? Like <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah, just let him get in there and just mix it up. You know, it's like uh, hey, just just put me at twenty and just let me go the rest of the weekend. <laughs> so the people on the on the cut line for that workout tomorrow, uh, Sam Cornier took a bath. Holy shit! So listen, so the twenty to thirty range. We got Sam Cornier. Cole Sager, Jay Crouch, Carone, Jason Smith, Brandon Luckett. Um, and then we got uh, Upenix, Paulson, Luca, and uh, Zach Watts. 
But there's some interesting names there trying to fight their way into that top 20. There's a bunch of interesting names. Like even you said the you said 20 to 30, but 17 to 19 is Chandler Smith, Jason Hopper, and Jeff Adler. It's like three pretty well-known names. So like Yeah. That, I think Hopper's I think Hopper's gonna like that out. He's gonna get into the top 20. He's just shown yeah. us that he can go long with with plenty of success. Yeah. I think Adler, Jeff Adler might be in trouble there. And yes. Chandler Smith has not shown me anything to, to, that would say that he's he, – like I would have thought that he'd be a good endurance athlete just based on his background, but like he hasn't shown me anything that would would say that he is a good long – has good long workouts in him. Oh, well, even more so, we've now seen him run twice, okay, and they were short-distance runs, and he looks immensely uncomfortable running. He does think, not look like a natural runner at all. I think I think homeboy needs to lose about ten pounds. He needs to lose about ten pounds of muscle. He's too big. Yeah, he he might be man. <laughs> he might big. need. To, he might be putting on too much muscle. Um, women's side a little bit less noteworthy. Um, twenty to thirty, we got or in twentieth place is Pacelli. Twenty one is Clifton. Then we got Turner Dalstrom. Riley, uh, Michalation, uh, Prevo, Briggs, Griffith, LePanin, and uh, Reagan Huckabee. So Briggs might fight her way into that top 20 just because of this dice roll she took. Yeah, she is. She's like 80 points out or 70 points out of 20, though. So she there'd have to be some real some real help, and she'd have to finish first. <laughs> um. We're just so we got, like, we got, she can, she uh, can do it. Yeah. And then we got Rolf, Turi Helgadotter, Emma Carey, Ariel Lowen, Bailey Rails. They're on the other side. Um, could see some shaking up. I don't, I don't see Emily Rolf dropping out. She's a great runner. So yeah, I, I think one to just keep an eye on is Emma Carey. She's like her and Mal O'Brien are kind of like the, the, the darlings of this year's game. So it'd be kind of a bummer to see her fall out and get cut. But it was, it, it, I knew it was going to be like this for them, man, just because their age, their inexperience. Like, you you knew they were going to have high highs and low lows. Like, they were just going to get stuff that was just going to be a goat for them. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I think especially with Emma Carey, but for both of them, we've seen this. Just like, yeah, yeah, they're great at this skill. Uh, not super strong at this skill, you know? And yeah. and, that, and even if it's not even a, a fitness thing, like this, maybe their preparation, just not used to the short recovery time kind of getting carted from here to here, you know what I mean, out of their routine. There's a myriad of things that can come into play there. Oh, yeah. And speaking of those teenagers, this is one thing I did want to talk about. Um, I meant to talk about this when we were talking about Christy Aramo O'Connell and how magnificently impressive she has been. I think this further hits home on the point that we were talking about previously that, like, with this semifinal system they have, it's great. I, I have no issue with it. But CrossFit probably does need to step in and regulate it a little bit better because Christy Aram O'Connell did not qualify for the CrossFit Games out of her semifinal. She had to get in through the last chance qualifier. And that, and at one point she was in second place in the fucking whole big dance. Yeah, yeah. And it's, she's ahead of everybody she lost to at the Granite Games. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody that beat her at the Granite Games, she's currently beating. Yeah. So – that should probably tell you there's somewhat of a fallacy in the in the programming at the Granite Games. Yeah, no, I, we've already talked about this, but I they need to figure that out because 
yeah, they need to figure that out going yeah. forward. Rumor has it, though, they're going to circulate the semifinal host. Really? Rumor. I, I don't think it's true, but I heard that I heard a rumor that uh, they're going to change who's hosting semifinals from year to year. Hmm. I mean, they could. There's plenty of hosts that that could that could put on good events, good quality events. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, I, I'm kind of fine with them keeping it because I'm actually kind of excited for this potential like B season. Of like Rogue, Wada, Dubai, like bang, 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 all on. They didn't road. even they didn't even have Wada or Dubai or Rogue, right? So, so I'm kind of excited for like when winter rolls around, we're gonna see like see all those or like you know or whenever you know. I think they, they might have exciting. I feel like they might have just been saying that because it's like all right, yeah, we're gonna circulate, but we're just gonna kick out the ones that are not as good as Rogue, Wada, and Dubai, and that's we're just what gonna end you, it there. Didn't you hear the whole rumor as to why Rogue and Wada aren't involved? Mm-mm. I pre- apparently I've heard this rumor a few times now. Uh, CrossFit wasn't gonna like CrossFit was mandating the prize money, and Rogue and Wadapalooza and Dubai or, or whoever they wanted to provide more money to the athletes, and CrossFit was like, "No, we want this systemized across the board." It kind of sucks that they're they're trying to do that, but <clears throat> well, I'm I'm curious who's paying it, you know? Because if if CrossFit's paying it, then like now fuck you, we're like we're in charge of who's paying, like who's right. getting paid what. If if the event is paying it, my only issue is like, do we want to set up a system where certain events pay dramatically more money than other events do? I just, uh-huh. it's just a question. It's just, I'm not, I don't have a stance. I just have a, it's just a question. Is it, is it a good thing for the, let's just forget the sport for a minute. Is it a good thing for the athletes if athletes are disproportionately drawn to specific events over other events? And is it unfair to the athletes? Think about this if Rogue is going to pay $50,000 to the winner, but BKG can't go to that event. Because it's an American event. Yeah. It's a good question. You know? I know we should dive deeper into it another time. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up from there. Uh, thanks for jumping on, Dunk. Uh, we will do this again tomorrow. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in on YouTube. Um, if you guys are out there listening, please feel free to shoot us a DM on, on, uh, Instagram, on Facebook, get a hold of us. Uh, we love hearing from our listeners. See you tomorrow, everyone.